Welcome to the Coach Edge podcast dedicated to teaching, sharing, and learning the game. Thank you for joining me today. I'm your host, Steve Kramer of the Coach's Edge and Kramer Basketball. And on today's quick episode, I want to share with you a survey about style of play. This is a survey that we submitted to some of our Coach's Edge members, some high school and college coaches, and asked them a little bit about offensively and defensively, what are some of the types of things that they're doing with their program? I think there's a lot that we can learn from just looking at some stats and some numbers and hearing how other coaches are running their team, their offense, their defense, and maybe it can give you some ideas on what you're doing to best suit your team. So this is a small sample size, 20 plus uh, coaches got back to me on this survey. And I asked them some basic questions offensively and defensively regarding their style of play. And I want to share some of these responses that I got with you. One of our, first off, I should say, these are all stats and questions and conversations that we have in our Coaches Edge meetings. So we'll, we'll go through some of these questions and then our coaches also submit questions that they would like to ask other coaches. And then in some of our Coaches Edge meetings, we tackle some of these questions and that's where, where we get really, really good conversations among our coaches edge members is really the coaches submitting questions to one another. And then we tackle them together, which is always a lot of fun. So another reason why you should join coachesedge.coach. But here's some of our responses that we got. One question was, what type of offense do you run? Is it more motion and action based? Is it more set oriented? Or is it pretty even between motions and sets. And about 75% of the coaches responded and said that 75% or more of their offense was based on motions and actions. Under 10% of our responses said that 75% or more of their offense was sets. And then the remaining just under 20% said it's pretty even between the two. I thought that's interesting. And, and as I think about different coaches and programs that we have, I think all of us would like to have our kids read the game, play the game. And I think the kids would like that better as well. At the same time, depending on a group, skill set, experience level, it can make sense to run more sets. I get that. Another question that we posed was, what type of defense do you run as your main defense? This one was interesting. I wasn't expecting this high of a number, but approximately 73% of our responses said that they play man-to-man -man as their main defense. About 14% said that it's even between how much man and zone that they play. And then to follow that question up, I asked our coaches, do you have a secondary defense that you run at least 25% of the game? And in my mind, that, that's something that if it's at least 25% or more, that in my mind would say, yeah, that's probably a secondary defense. It's still an important piece of our program. And this was 50-50, exactly 50% of our coaches responded and said, yes, we do have a secondary defense that we run at least 25% of the game. If you're in that other 50 percentile, maybe that's something that you want to think about and say, you know what? We're not having the success that we like, but maybe we want to up the time that we're using to throw something different at the opponent with a secondary defense. Now, I asked, if you do have a secondary defense, what is that type of defense? 
And so this was really cool to see specific answers from coaches on what type of defense it is that they're playing. Remember, the majority of them are playing man-to-man. So this is their secondary defense for the majority of them. We had a lot of 1-3-1 defense. We had a lot of 1-2-2 zone defense. And then we had uh, a few coaches talk about how, you know, their secondary defense is extending. It's giving some type of zone or run and jump type half court uh, pressure. So that was interesting, but one, two, two and one, three, one were the most common types of defense that coaches were using as their secondary defense in the sample size that, that we had. Again, we just had 20 plus responses. So not a huge sample size, but enough, I think, to, to draw some, some things from. Another question that I asked was, do you trap in the half court as part of your base defense? 50% said yes, 50% said no. And it wasn't that they don't trap, but it's, is it a part of your base defense? And so for those 50% of our coaches that replied no, I would ask, is it a good idea to try to make that a part of your base defense that you have the ability to trap out? Because chances are your kids are pretty comfortable with the defense that they play most, their base defense. So do you have the ability to add on some type of trap or pressure out of that base defense? That's a good question for you to start asking yourself, I think. Another question that we pose to our coaches, do you full court press as part of your team strategy? And nearly two thirds of our coaches said yes. And I said, this is not including special situations. This is just a part of your overall team strategy that you have some pressing involved. Two thirds said yes. And I really like this, this response. I think it says a, a lot of the coaches at least are like-minded with myself, with the understanding that not a ton of teams really like pressure. Some do, but, but very few. I spent so much time in the off season traveling around, working with programs, players on how to attack and handle pressure. And then during the season, I spent so much time trying to get them to apply more pressure because there's so few teams that can really handle it and do a good job. The very least, most teams are, are going to end up giving up some silly turnovers, almost some unforced turnovers, just because you extended that defense. Even if your press isn't that great, still you're still going to get some of those things. So it was really good to see almost two-thirds of our coaches are already applying some pressure as part of your team strategy. It's not going to be 100%, and it shouldn't be. Uh, because not every team is built to to press or the conference that they're playing in, it might not benefit them the most, but a high percentage is, is what I would guess. And that's what we got with this coach's poll. Now, I asked our coaches, okay, if you're pressing, what kind of press do you like to use? We had a lot of diamond presses in there. That was probably our most common response was a diamond press, which would be a one, two, one, one type trap type press. We had some run and jumps as the second most common answer for what coaches are doing with, with their type of full court pickup. Uh, and then we had some other ones in there as well from uh, a 2 2 1. We had some as far as being full denial in everything that, that they're doing. Um, but the majority of our presses were run and jump and a 1 2 1 1. And uh, 
you know, a full in denial. We had some two, two ones in there. I personally really like a, a run and jump. If you have the, the athletes to, to use it. And I'm a big fan of the two, two, one press as well. Okay. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Um, do you have a transition from your early offense into your half court offense? I probably didn't pose that question very well. Does your transition or early offense easily transition into your half court offense? The majority of our coaches said yes. About 80% of our responses said yes. And, you know, 20% said no. Some are a little more specific, say no, but it's kind of personnel based. We just don't have maybe the pieces to, to fit. Um, for the most part, I think this is a, a must for the most part. You want your team to be able to quickly transition from early offense into their half court offense without having to pull it back out and get everything set up. With that said, if you're a coach that's running a lot of sets anyway, you're running that early offense and then you're bringing it back to run a set anyway. So that's probably where we got some of those no's in there as well. Now I, I asked a handful of other questions as far as what coaches would like to run if they had essentially the perfect team in their mind. And they were all somewhat four out, five out, motion-based read and react type principles that they would like to have if they could just choose what to run regardless of, you know, the specific team that they may have year in and year out, just their choice. So I thought that was really, really interesting. And again, that's probably what your kids would like to play as well. So I think it's important for us to try to build that. If you're not having a season right now where you can run a lot of those motions that you'd like to, this is skill development and basketball IQ that you're trying to build from the younger age levels on up so that you can have kids as they get up to the JV and varsity level where they can play the style of offense that you would like them to run and they can play the style of offense that they would like to run. I don't know a kid who loves running sets again and again and again. I love a, a quick hitter as good as anybody else. We need them here and there but kids want to play the game. And uh, so I think we're on the same page as players and coaches. And that can be something that we can work toward, even if we're not in a position to do that this season. I asked a similar question of coaches. If you could run anything defensively, what would it be? And the majority of our teams or our responses from our coaches was man-to-man. -man. Now, most of our coaches are already running man-to-man -man defense. So that makes sense. You're doing what you want to, to do. Uh, and then we had a little bit like some Syracuse type zones, some different types of zone extending variations as their main defense. And I thought that was interesting as well. But most coaches want to run man-to-man -man in our poll. Most of the coaches that took that participated in our poll are playing man-to-man -man defense as well. All right. My last question that I posed to our coaches on this survey was, if you'd like to ask other coaches a question regarding style of play, what would that be? And so I will leave you with some questions that our coaches have posed and I'll end the episode there. These are all questions that we try to tackle within some of our Coaches Edge members only meetings, which I absolutely love. All right, so one question was, at what point do you slow down and call sets 
with your team if you're more of an up-tempo type team. Another question was, do you have any drive wrinkles to get your big more involved with your motion offense? Another one, can you coach a team that can be equally good in both man and zone? Another defensive question. Do you like to change things up throughout the course of a game or do you stay committed to one or maybe a couple principal ideas with your defense? This style of play question was regarding more of your practice. What are some fundamental breakdown drills that you use to review your style of play and how much practice time do you spend on it? Competitive and on air, man, that's a great question. That's full of some great stuff in there, but I'd ask you to think about that. How much time do you spend regarding your style of play, especially if you're struggling, trying to get your kids to have that style of play and then ask yourself, how much time are you spending on air, competitive advantage, disadvantage drills, good things for us to ask if we're not quite uh, where we want to be regarding the offense that we're running and defense for that matter as well. How do you adjust your style to your roster was another great question. And this is a question that all coaches are asking themselves, right? Style to roster, roster to style, making sure that these things fit best to put, give your team the best chance to be successful. Next question went right along with that. Do you change your philosophy based on your personnel? The high school level, I say 100% yes. You change your philosophy based on your personnel but you don't change your principles, right? Your principles, your standards, your core values with your program. But as far as the X's and O's and strategies, absolutely, we got to change some of those styles up. Another question, how do we strengthen some of the weak points of what we do? And how long did it take you to isolate those weak points? And that's a great question. I don't know if there is a perfect, perfect answer, uh, but that's one of the reasons why I like our Coach's Edge meetings is, even if there's not a perfect answer, to be able to ask that question to a handful of coaches and be able to have them respond with some of their experiences of finding out some weak points that they have within their team, learning about how they address them, getting an idea of how long it took them to try to take some of those, those weaknesses and, and make them a little bit stronger so they could be more of a successful team. Really good questions posed by our coaches. I could go on and on. There's a, there's a good 10 more questions that I could list off. I'm not going to do that, but I hope that this gets the wheels turning for you regarding your style of play offensively and defensively. I hope it was enlightening to you to hear what other coaches are running with their programs and some of the questions that they are interested in learning more from other basketball coaches. And that's something that we wanted to provide with the coach's edge is it's not just about myself and even our other Coaches Edge contributors trying to give you all the answers. It's us really being able to learn from one another. It's a community. It's a community of coaches trying to better one another. And as we do that, we all get stronger together. And that's been an awesome part of having our Coaches Edge membership. So thank you for listening to this episode. We are in the heat of the season right here. I hope that you are safe. I hope that you're healthy. I hope that um, you can use some of this episode to continue to build your program as you prepare for the stretch run 
of the season. So thank you for listening to the Coach's Edge podcast. Let me know if you guys need anything. Reach out at Steve21Kramer on Twitter, contact at KramerBasketball.com. We are starting to build out our summer basketball camp schedule as I get ready to travel around. We're also adding in some spring basketball clinics for 2022 as well. So if you're interested in that, please reach out. It's contact at KramerBasketball.com. We'd love to see if we can come out and work with your program. Thanks again and get after today.